What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 316. We're here on Tuesday, April 26th. Great day. It's, we have great news to start the episode. I mean, great yeah, news. We got good news, but, you know, there is a fair share of bad news. But <laughs> hey, let's start off with the good news. We'll start off with the good news, yes. okay? Yes. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yes. As we were hoping. Uh, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. The libs are freaking out. We're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. But first, Elon Musk says, quote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. Which is like to point out, I basically have said that, quote, word for word in the past. So I'd like to take some credit for this. Uh, <laughs> quote continues, I also want to make... Storm's going to send uh, Elon an invoice for the uh, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open sources to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. So... Then starts the, like, weapons-grade Chernobyl, Fukushima oh, meltdown. It is meltdown city. Because not only is just the media melting down, all big-name liberals are, like, literally losing their yeah, shit. So the media, of course, you know, goes through their tantrums. Oh, this is the end of free speech. Yeah. And I'm like, no, actually, it's the beginning, it's of, beginning free of free speech. It's the beginning of free speech. And then, you know... Of, in particular, last night, uh, there was someone on MSNBC. Uh, who was it? You were Ari Melber. Yeah. Ari Melber. L- listen to what he has to say. And as you're listening to it, think of if you've ever heard something such so similar to this plot in the past. Yeah. If you own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else, and the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. I mean, welcome to the party, pal. Like, I, I, is I, it just me, or did he I, just literally know, recite yeah. word for word what, we've been what the Democrats years? did in yeah. 2020? Yeah, that too. I, <laughs> I, I saw someone respond, did this man wake up from a coma? Yeah. <laughs> because it's, like, it's fucking unbelievable. Uh, and, yeah, so we have to... Well, that's going to the, be their gear shift on this. Now that Elon yeah. Musk has bought Twitter, there's gonna, they're going to be... They're, gonna, they're the ones that are going to be like, well... This platform is so biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's truly ironic. And now they're also talking about, well, we need to we need to reform tech laws and section two thirty and I I'm just, like, wait a second. My what? head hit the desk when he talked about listen, what about decreasing the reach of some posts and increasing it for others? I'm like, oh, we see that in real time here every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we've had some big names returning to Twitter that previously were either banned and or left. Tucker Carlson, Mark Levin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hoping Babylon B's going to come back. Uh, Elon basically has signaled that he will let Trump back onto the platform, but we're going to yeah, get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's to be determined whether people like uh, you know, Alex Jones and the like of that Gavin will be allowed McGin- back Gavin on. McGinnis. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. There's already signs, though, 
that the censorship and algorithms are being rolled back. Yeah. Because things are trending that weren't before. Yep. You have Oh, I've people, had I've had increased activity on my end. 100%. Yeah. Me too. You yeah. have people appearing in the feed that weren't appearing before. Yeah. Uh so I think they're on a little bit of hide the crimes duty yeah. before he takes over. And they also had to freeze the source code which for those that don't understand, basically they they locked all the Twitter developers out from making changes to the platform Good. before Elon takes control. Yeah, because they were worried about sabotage from the inside. Oh yeah, these so, people yeah, are nuts. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. The biggest thing is that this deal is supposed to close in quarter three, which of course is right before the midterm election. So mm. that's another thing that the liberals are freaking out about because yeah. they were kind of counting on that to help control their narrative as things were going along. So, that's the Twitter end of things. A lot going on there. Next, CNN Plus. More good gone. news! Gone. Totally gone. I, did we talk about this on Thursday? Uh, but we didn't talk about the internal marketing strategies, which is that they thought <laughs> they thought that they oh, had yeah. 29 million super fans that were yeah. willing to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so laughable that they would think that, given the fact that less than a million people yeah, watch CNN on a nightly basis. They're also a perennial, like, third-rate, third-place network, and it's been that way for, like, a decade. Well, I mean, like, what Like what do you think? Beyond, really? like, beyond just the place, right? Yeah. Now, to be fair to them, they do have a significant digital online presence. Their website yes. is the main profit yes. center for that entire venture. But, but it's free. <laughs> Well, Most of the yeah, it's yeah. free. You know, it's like they're not gonna pay for that. But if you like, how do you get to these numbers? I, I just I have no know. idea. I don't know. So yeah, CNN is, uh, Plus is dead. Uh, Chris is like, Wallace is like, oh my god, I'm the victim of a terrible situation. And I'm like, yeah, that's well, I good. Know. Fuck you, yeah, you deserve yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Also, terrible. Isn't he getting paid like twelve mil a year? Yeah, well, you know, he I got a fat ass contract from Zucker before he had the. He's leave. actually, I think, gonna end up okay because I think they're gonna give him the yeah, nine o'clock hour on so the network. Too. But we'll see what happens. The interesting thing, though, again, going back to what I mentioned last week, is just how quickly the parent company, whatever it's called nowadays, I don't need, can't keep up with these super conglomerates. Yeah, was it? It's uh, Discovery or whatever the fuck. Discovery Plus? Yeah, well, it's not Discovery Plus. I think it's like Discovery Time Warner or something like that. You know how they all do those mergers and shit. Oh, yeah, 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 no, they merge. But how (laughs) how fast they pulled the plug. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally, it was less than a month. Yeah. And they're like, nope, done, you're out. And Stelter could barely even, like, talk about it on TV. So. Well, he tried to, oh, my God. He tried to be like, it's too too early to say that this was a failure. Uh, well, Remember that? Do you yeah, remember that talk? I'm just like, dude. Not so much. Come on. Not so much. What else do we got? The house has been burned down, but we just still don't know if the, if, it, uh, if the reason was a fire, the cause of it was a fire or something yeah. like that. It's like, come on. Son. Of course, great news going on down in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis doing great Ron DeSantis things, such as uh, signing the uh, bill into law, which uh, strips Disney of their total special provisions. Also signing into law Monday, Senate Bill 524. A new law instructing Florida's election officials to take further steps to ensure voter rolls are up to date, providing for transparency in elections and election countings, stiffer penalties for fraud, and a new office to investigate alleged election irregularities. Mm. Election integrity. Oh, my. Here's the other thing with Florida that uh, the Democrats are, like, trying to sweep under the rug bad. They used to have a massive 
voter registration edge in Florida. They did. And now it's completely flipped yeah. by like five to seven points. Yeah. We're at the point now yeah. where Florida... It, it, it's, it's more Republican than ever. I think it's... And it's more diverse than ever, too, by I think the way. it's. I think it's firmly out of the toss-up column. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, Ron DeSantis needs to win re-election. He leads his, yeah. all of his challengers by 20-plus points. Yeah. But, you know, keep in mind, right, Trump won Florida in 2020 by, I think it was like 3.2 points, which was like the most that any presidential candidate had won it by in like 20 or 30 years. Yeah, it's been a while. And since that point, since 2020, it's gone even further right. Yeah. So that'll be well, interesting. The, remember, the Hispanics are coming into our camp. Oh, 100%. Miami-Dade, I mean, the Democratic edge in, in, some, in the four of the most liberal counties in the state are swinging. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, it's, it's more diverse, but it's also redder than ever. Yep. It's, it's redder than it was in 2000, and that's saying much. Something. And keep in mind, well, that was barely, I mean, we won that election by 700-something votes. Hey, 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 <laughs> we still won. Thank you, Roger Stone. We still won. Uh, but Brooks Brothers. Keep in mind, the electoral vote count of Florida goes higher yes. because they got additional seats. They did. And those additional seats are lined up to be Republican seats yeah. because great Ron DeSantis said, fuck their map. I'm making my I'm own. I'm making my yeah, own. Yeah, I love it. I'll draw the maps. Yeah. That got passed and signed. So now we'll see if it upholds uh, in, yeah. in judicial scrutiny because these courts always like to fuck yeah, around. And shit. they got to move because the first primaries for these congressional districts are coming up, I think, relatively soon. I think within like, what, seven weeks? Yeah. We have the first primaries coming in. My prediction so, is that the Florida map will be uh, yeah. fine. So I think it's, what, 16 to 9? No, I think it's Republican more advantage? than that. Uh, or is it 196? Uh, I think it's something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. baby. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yep. I, I, I wrote about it, but I forgot the that exact number, though. Okay, so Republicans currently hold a 16 to 11 advantage in the state delegation, okay? Ooh. The state added an additional seat in the census, so they're at 28 seats now. This map gives Republicans the advantage in as many as 20 out of 28 districts. Oh, man. So it goes from yeah, 16 to 11 to 20 to 8. Um, now, of course, Ugh. this assumes that, you know, things hold and, and it could be theoretically even a little bit higher given it's going to be a major red wave year. Yeah, yeah. And they're also maybe not even to taking into account the shift, like you said, in Hispanic population yeah. and that. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, needless to say, the Democrats are a little, uh, little shit in their pants of what's going so, on in Florida because so a, a good showing in Florida alone can give us the house majority. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> well, this goes back to. DeSantis not being a little losing mentality bitch. No. He has the winning mentality because he said, okay, looking at Democrats across the board in the country, yeah. you know, in general, Republicans played it safe in their states, keeping it relatively even. The Democrats went balls to the wall on their gerrymandering. They did. Like in, in New York, for example, yeah. which now a judge did strike that down, yeah. but it might eventually stand in the end. Yeah. The Democrats were set to gain nationally net, I think, four seats. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Which, um, which well, should have been yeah. on the Republican side. Yeah, yeah. So when Florida was about to pass a status quo map, what does DeSantis say? No. Fuck no. Nope. I'll draw my own maps, draw maps and we'll wipe out all the damn gains from across yeah. the country here yep. in the state. Yep. And that's the ruthlessness yeah. that we need. Like, that's just one little example. Uh, another state? Maryland? Maryland's another ruthless state. The Democrats there are just absolutely ruthless with their gerrymandering. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring that yeah, up yeah. because 
they went to like I think it was like what a nine zero Democrat map. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Or eight one or something it's, like that. Yeah. Pretty. No, I think it was nine zero. It was nine zero. They tried to get all Democrat districts, which I mean Maryland's a total shithole and it's achievable through a lot of bad gerrymandering. Now there are some red parts of the state. They have a so-called Republican governor, mm-hmm. so-called Hogan. very loosely. Yeah, Hogan. I, you know how much I fucking hate Larry Hogan. <laughs> Larry Hogan says, oh, no, 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 we're going to take this back and we're going to draw a consensus map. <sighs> and what was the consensus map? Because he could have gotten it to 7-2, maybe even 6-3 if he drew nice, you know, nice districts. Yeah. Not into this little squiggly line yeah, bullshit, yeah. you know. Like John Murtha's district? The yeah. Like John Murtha's district in Pennsylvania? What did they come up with? 8-1. Oh. And he says, oh, this is a huge victory for the Republican. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what? What? And so that is a perfect example right there of the winner mentality with DeSantis versus the loser mentality of Hogan on the right. And I didn't even have this in the doc today, but this, this, this is good. it's a perfect example. Yeah. It really is a perfect yeah. example of it. What else? We got some other Republican wins here. Federal judge saying, Biden, you cannot terminate Title 42, uh, which, you know, let's be honest here, the border is a total fucking shit show. Anyway, it's totally open. Illegals flooding in all over the place. Title 42 was going to make it even worse. So at least this is a little bit of a victory. It's not like the judge is saying you must close the border, which would, that would be, be a, a real great victory. victory. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, what else do we got going on here in Texas? Uh, yes, Katie Pavlich and Guy Benson and Julio—they're alien hunting. Alien hunting. Uh, they're not alien hunting. No, they're not. Uh, but I wish they were. But they are witnessing tons of illegals pouring across the border. Yeah, they um, uh, witnessed five of them getting arrested actually when on the first. Uh, night. Wow, five. Well, that'll put a fucking dent in it. Oh man. Yeah. Thank God we're saved. Yep. Five. Oh. Five. I mean, and they'll probably get released you in know, about not 36 to, hours. Not to minimize what's going on here. And, t- and Texas is really trying to fight hard against this. But there's... They're overwhelmed. There's nothing that you can be done it. about this. You saw it. They're overwhelmed. There's nothing that can be done about this. You have rapists coming across the borders. You have terrorists. murderers. You have terrorists. terrorists. And I'm not even going to say the Trump line of, and some are good people. Because you know what? If you're crossing into this country illegally... Well, no, they're not sending like, their you. best. Get, get them out of here. Get them out yeah. of here. Okay? Time to leave. Um... Operation Lone Star is the operation that the Texas, uh, essentially, state police and National Guard are trying to, uh, you know, stop these illegals from coming in. Again, <laughs> drop in the bucket. Yeah, they need... Um... But the thing, the, the story at the border that really, like, got my blood boiling to the point where I really can't even talk about it too much because it just it makes me so fucking upset. A National Guardsman by the name of Bishop Evans from Arlington, Texas, 22 years old, Texas National Guard, okay... These fucking dirtbag illegals, scum of the fucking earth, are trying to come through the fucking river into Texas, through the Rio Grande. Okay? Well, they also happen to be drug smugglers. Yes. Okay? And guess what else? They jumped into the river, and apparently they can't swim. So, So, Bishop Evans... Being the uh, very nice man that he is, I tell you, I would not have jumped in. I would have said, good luck, and just watched him drown. Um, I'm serious. I would have said, fuck you. I mean, I'm not getting into that fucking river. But he gets into the river. can't swim, yikes. He gets into the river, and he saves the narcotics traffickers, but perishes himself doing it. 22 years old. And he dies. And what does the Biden administration have to say? 
not only do they say nothing, not anything at all, but they say that we have no responsibility for that. Oh, my God. Take a listen to this. Does the White House feel any responsibility for his death, given that uh, there, there's reporting that he lost his life, uh, allegedly trying to save uh, two migrants who were smuggling drugs? This is a, a problem that you know the administration has been facing for some time, and is obviously, as we've been discussing, getting some criticism on. Is Does the White House feel at all responsible, and what, what more can you offer to people who you know, are on the border, in border communities who are experiencing loss and, and trials like this. Well, I, I, of course we are mourning the, the loss of his life, and we are grateful for the work of every National Guardsman. I would note that the National Guard work for the states, and so he is an employee of the Texas, Texas National Guard, and his efforts and his operation were directed by there, not by the federal government uh, in, this, in this effort, in this apparatus. Uh, we've we've long stated that our immigration system is broken. There needs to be more done to invest in smarter security, to have a more effective asylum processing system, and we would welcome any efforts to uh, for for any elected officials to work with us on that. Now, your policies, which uh, invite these illegals to fucking invade our border and then put our Americans at risk, and uh, this American who was willing to put himself on the line to save people he thought we're just trying to cross. They ended up being drug traffickers. Go figure. No, they don't have any responsibility for that. Yeah, okay. Well, we can add that to the articles of impeachment. Not only would I let him oh, drown, yeah. but you know, I think that we should stock that river with a bunch of alligators. terrible yeah. creatures. Yeah. Alligators. Alligators. Sharks. If we could find fresh Bull sharks. sharks. Bull sharks, yeah. Sharks. Piranhas. <laughs> Anything we could get a fucking hold electrify the goddamn river for all I care. I'll put some eels in there, electric eels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like this is getting ridiculous. This is getting ridiculous. The, the these illegals are not only invading our country, they're bringing fentanyl, which are killing Americans in record numbers. They're coming here. They're living off of our taxpayer dollars. That's true. Okay. Uh, and we're not supposed to question it whatsoever. Yeah. They get treated better than, than homeless veterans, veterans in this yeah, country. They do. they do. And they get treated better than the family of this poor soldier who died trying to save what he thought was innocent people, but they were actually drug traffickers. And it, it's yeah. just, it's fucking unbelievable. Oh, what else do we got here? This is in uh, this is in the bad news segment, but, you know, well, this is maybe a little in between. Kamala Harris has COVID. <laughs> Um, this would be like her third time? Yeah, she uh, knows a lot of things about loads. I mean, viral loads. Um, but, uh, you know, she's now the highest ranking official in the government to test positive. She, they'd say she's not been a close contact of Joe Biden. That means that um, she was and that she's trying to kill Joe Biden. Well, remember, I love when they said that immediately. I was like, and we believe them? Yeah, we don't believe Remember them at all. Remember two weeks ago yeah. when they were like, oh, Nancy Pelosi wasn't a close contact to Joe Biden. There's literally video of them kissing yeah, at the White House. Yeah, sucking face on there. Well, they weren't sucking face. Yeah, they were. They were just okay. a little, you It's know. a better story. They're sucking face. <laughs> yeah. And Kamala Harris was all over that place. She, You know that she's all over Joe Biden. Well, I think the only reason that uh, there actually wasn't a close contact here was because Biden was gallivanting out west. Uh, in Antifaville, yeah, uh, asking for liberal money, and then he went to vacation in Delaware. Oh, where they there's no tracking of whoever comes to visit yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else do we got? Uh, 
Biden to spend an ungodly amount of money building a green military. What is this about? You wrote about this, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically, we're going to, like, like it's, we're going to, like, basically have a green military, and we're going to spend billions to do it. What that does was, it even that, mean? That was his big Earth Day. How are you going to make military vehicles green? You're going to make them run on vegetable oil. Electric tanks? <laughs> Electric tanks, yeah. Gonna, oh, he wants to have R and D on this. Yeah. They have uh, seriously. I know there's notoriously a, a massive cluster of superchargers for yeah. electric vehicles out yeah. in the desert in the yeah. Middle East. Yeah, yeah. So you know, rap- good thing if we you were know, rolling into Baghdad, the Marine Rapid, right yeah, in. the Rapid deployment forces that we have, you can take out Rapid out of that. Yeah, uh, good, out of that. Good. So that's good. You know, that's good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, hey, and, and you know, on top of that, you know, they have the the diversity trainings and all this woke bullshit. Like our military needs to. It's just. It's just yep. not. We're in trouble. And also, uh, uh, Biden's uh, energy secretary, Jennifer Grenholm, mm-hmm. now talking about how they're going to export California's energy plan as a golden uh, standard for the rest of the country. I mean the one that causes forest fires and burns half the state every year? And has massive blackouts and yeah. the ability not to fulfill the electric yeah, need? Yeah, exactly. that one. Yep. Yeah. Take a listen. Here in L.A., there's a goal of zero emissions by 2028. Governor Newsom wants California to only sell electric vehicles by 2035. Is that real? Yeah, no, it is real. California is on the leading edge of this, clearly. And, the, you know, the whole country looks to what California is doing. Some people don't like what California is doing, but California is really thinking ahead. That's a good one. Yep. <laughs> they're going to spend a ton of money doing this, too. Oh, oh and don't forget, uh, they're going to spend even more billions on uh, the war in Ukraine. Because that's really super important. Yeah. Um, and we're going to send tons of military equipment over there that we're going to have to replace of our own later on at, t- at billions and billions and billions of costs. The defense contractors are going to do well, very this well, is the, of course. They'll be replaced by climate-friendly heavy equipment. Now, Great. Tremendous. Know? Yeah, that's going to really work out. Uh, the military-industrial complex is, of course, uh, cranking at its best right now. But here's one that I really uh, lost my shit over the other day. You know what they're talking about now? That after the war in Ukraine is over and, and Russia so-called loses, even though I'm sure uh, I think that Russia is going to control a decent amount of territory after this all is said and done. They now say, well, it's going to be con- uh, really important for all of the Western nations to come together and re- help rebuild Ukraine. <sighs> And you know what that means. Mm, nation building. That we're going to have to uh, front 90% of the probably 20 to $60 billion that they're going to need to help rebuild Ukraine. Not that it was in great condition before, mind you, because it was a shithole to begin with. <laughs> All the former Soviet bloc is shithole. Okay? Remember, remember me talking about the Eastern European shithole countries that we let into fucking NATO? <laughs> Fuck the whole thing up. Don't get me started on that separately. But yeah, we're going to have to spend... 20 to 60 billion dollars over a period of years to help rebuild uh, Ukraine. Last I checked, nearly every American city is a third world shithole. Yeah, look at Baltimore. I mean, you can literally look at what's supposed to be, right, the East Coast cities. The best cities, right? Yeah. Go top. Boston's not as bad. Little, little questionable. But overall, they're not as bad as many of the other cities. Yeah, New York, Ugh. Newark, Ugh. Patterson, Philadelphia, Camden, Baltimore, D.C. 
You go down the list. Yeah. Richmond. Yeah. Right? Once you get past Richmond, it gets a little bit better because yeah. the South, you yeah. know, they, they're, they don't uh, deal with that bullshit as much. My, Miami had to have a curfew because well, yeah. there were so many shootings and people beating each other up Well, at that night. was spring break. It was bad. That was spring break. That was bad. Which, not to be, you know, but there's a certain clientele yeah. that comes in for spring break yeah. that happens to be in a certain, you know, group. Yeah. And they just happen to cause a certain amount of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, there's some great videos. Barstool's like, if you want to know why there's a curfew and there's these, these, these black women. But yeah, Miami is basically the only like shithole of Florida. Yeah. And even that is like confined to certain areas. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Um, the, so entire, spend... the, the entire West Coast is like, you know how we just described the shitholes of the Eastern United States? Mm-hmm. On the West Coast, it's 50 feet of crap. And then there's their cities. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> needles everywhere. Literally crap. Needle, no, no, needles no, no. everywhere. They're pooping everywhere. There's homeless people everywhere. I don't and then go, they're going to yeah. spend billion. There's going to spend millions of dollars to create little shanty towns in these abandoned parking lots where there's like washer and dryers and, you know, mm-hmm. co- you know, uh, community kitchens. Yeah, no. I don't go to the West Coast. You can't pay me to go to the West Coast. Total shit. I can't stand it. <laughs> can't stand it. I'm an East Coast guy. Not for many, for many reasons. Most among the fact that it's a total shithole. Yeah, you'll, you'll stop at Vegas, though. That's like the border. For That's you. not the West Coast. That's like. That's the West. That's like the Wild West. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the West Coast. But yes, that about is as far is, west uh, as I Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like yeah. Vegas too. Although so. my buddy I was. I mean, I'm blaming. I wasn't a knock. My I buddy mean, was in Oregon, and he said once you get like. You got to leave the cities, man. Once you get far yeah, east, it's, it's nice. actually pretty it's nice. It's nice, yeah. yeah. But, you but, have, still, but you have to be no need. subjected to the cities. As yeah, well. no, oh, need. no You need. fly in the PDX, oh, baby. It's like it's a like different world out Antifa there. Antifa stand. Yeah. Um, Weird people in there, man. Weird people. What else? But yeah, anyway, back to the. If we're going to spend that kind of money, why don't we just fucking improve our own goddamn cities? Yeah, yeah. You know? I get I get a lot of problems with this shit, and this is just ridiculous. Especially me. since like law and order has broken down in all these fucking places too. That yeah. should all be going to, towards police, towards public safety. Well, there, you know, there are ma- maintenance for the subway systems and stuff like that. Like it's out of control. Like everything's breaking down. Well, their counter argument to this <laughs> is that, well, Ukraine didn't ask for this, so we should be nice and help them. And I'm like, let me stop you right there. Besides the fact that I don't agree, with we should be nice and help them. Yeah. Actually. They did ask for this uh, because they did a number of things that they were specifically told, if you do this, we will fuck your day up. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, you know, Like, everyone's like, oh, Russia's so terrible and this and that. And I'm like, okay, sure, yeah, maybe they did some war crimes here and there. But, you know, that happens in every war. Uh, but listen, I, I'm serious. They, Russia said... You try to join NATO, we're going to fuck you up. You try to join yeah. the EU, we're going to fuck you yeah, up. Yeah. You continue to militarize, we are going to fuck you up. And what did they do? They fucked them up. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, people may say, oh yeah, Russia lost. I'll argue against that because they are basically oh, on the precipice. We still don't know yet, yeah. They're on the precipice of achieving, I think, their four major goals. The last part of it is that they basically need to crush uh, Mariupol down south, right? Yeah. And then they're going to come across, and they're also now talking already, uh, we're gonna we're gonna establish a little bit of a base in uh, Moldova. Remember, oh remember, I mentioned oh, yeah. Moldova at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Once they have that base, they can try to crush inward on Odessa. Odessa is gonna be the last major fight. Yeah. Because if they can crush Ukraine out of Odessa, then Ukraine becomes just like Absolutely the rest of them, isolated. A totally landlocked shithole Eastern European former Soviet bloc country. Yeah. Well. And at the end of the day, yeah. Remember, yeah. that's all they want. So. 
And of course, if you say these things, which are basically just facts, then you're a stooge for Putin and, you know, yeah, you're a terrible yeah. Russian communist, yeah. which if anyone knows me, I'm like the total opposite, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and, but, okay, okay. And then and one more thing on the whole Russia thing. <laughs> one more thing on the whole Russia thing. They're like, uh, CNN's like, we were in Bucha, right, where the Russians slaughtered a, a bunch of people. Uh, which, by the way, the Pentagon can't verify. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I believe it. I believe yeah. it. But they're like, the Russians set up a makeshift military base where they brought Ukrainians to be interrogated and uh, tortured and executed. And I'm like, this isn't new. Uh, I mean, it's terrible. I'm but like, have you new. ever seen any war basically in the history of ever? Oh, yeah. I was like, what do you think we were doing in Iraq? And rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we listen, blew away Uday and Kuse. Do, do people forget that? Listen, we, they, <laughs> when war happens, it bad, gets nasty. You know, bad things happen. It gets nasty. Bad you things. Know, it's it's not pleasant. You know, civilians get bombed. Shit happens. <laughs> listen, do you think that when we bombed the shit out of Iraq in 2003 in shock and all, yeah. that every single missile hit its intended target and no didn't hit way. any civilian targets? No way. Come on. Folks, you know? we And I'm not trying to make moral Japan. equivalence here, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, yeah. We nuked Japan. We turned... Tokyo into a giant hibachi grill. We burned to oh death a hundred thousand men, women, and children. Fire bombings. I mean, it was just it just. I mean, I'm just saying, war's nasty. It's nasty. And when it happens, you, terrible things are gonna happen. Yeah. And you can call it war crimes all you want, but at the end of the day, yeah. there's only certain countries that get prosecuted for war crimes, and certain other ones get away with it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You know, the ICC's. Well, yeah, and also, I think it's, the ICC's it's just, a it's just joke. you know, they're they're trying to use it to. Drum up support for like you know all these things that can't happen like a no fly zone right right and, and yeah. stuff like that it's just like no yeah. I, I get it it's bad but we cannot have no fly zones there it's just not going to happen well, that I'll means airstrikes in Russia that's not going to happen I'll tell you this whole thing is still a big tinderbox because well did we you have, see that they they threaten nuclear war yeah we have two hundred thousand U S troops now in Europe yeah, okay. Yeah. Literally battalions worth of equipment. We're sending in all kinds of equipment and money to them. We're basically fighting a proxy war against the Russians right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's essentially what this yeah. is. Now they have chosen to kind of say, "We're going to say this, but we're not going to act on it." Yeah. But if they decide to act yeah, on it, yeah, not good. The know, whole point is that we shouldn't have gotten to that. Right. You, you, you no, don't get to this whole, like, say it but not mean it point. Even then, you don't right. do that with nuclear weapons. Come on. And I you mean, know, this is exactly what I've been arguing against since the beginning. Yeah. And people say, oh, that's just a Russian position. Well, okay, I just don't want to go to war with Russia. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. And now, if they position in Moldova or whatever the fuck, they have a weird name for it too, Transnistria or some tra- shit like that. Tra- trans- some weird tra- transgender? Tra- no, no, transgender? No, no, no. But... <laughs> It's That's been, right history. up against Romania. And oh, what did we do? We let shithole Romania into, into this. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> miles, thousands of miles away in Beijing, they yeah. are watching every single And they are probably like, you know what? They're like the guy from um, The Sum of All Fears. Remember? Like, you don't mm-hmm. fight Russia and America. You get Russia and America to fight each other. That's destroy, essentially destroy what they're doing. Yeah. That Beijing, is, it's, like, it's like the Chinese version of it. They're like, you get Russia and America to destroy each other, and then we can take Taiwan and have total regional hegemony over all of Eurasia. Well, did you see? Because, you know, the Chinese don't like the Russians either. There's a long history of, you know, Mao and yeah. Stalin not getting along, and that would, which led to Nixon, you know, the opening of China in 1972 because the whole, you know, well, hey, let's turn a billion Chinese people against the Soviet Union, which was, at the time, a great move. It still is, actually. I think it showed Nixon's foreign policy prowess. But 
they're watching this. I don't know. Did you see the latest uh, a state official State Department document that was circulated yeah. referred to Taiwan as Chinese Taipei? <sighs> yeah. We're already accepting it, right? Yeah. They're going to do it. We've yeah. been talking about it forever, right? Yeah. They're going to eventually do it. But you know how, uh, yeah, because they can't wait for a, a strong Republican, correct? To assume, so they they have to get you know if brainworms is still there, mm-hmm. you got to make a move. Yep, yep. So I mean, yeah, it's all and also back. that's another situation where nuclear warfare and the foreign policy is so disastrous, and and and, and it's still. A total disaster, and it and it's right up on par with the disaster of all the domestic policy. It is. It's it is. just total. We're gonna oh, you, you didn't mention this. We're gonna uh, we're gonna reopen our embassy in Kiev. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, what? First of all, yeah. those 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 um the, the for, those foreign service workers should ask for triple their salary if they want to if they were going to get assigned there. You couldn't a, pay me enough to go right? there. But also, B, what are we doing having Blinken? And Austin Lloyd and all of our top foreign policy people in they, they they all went to Kiev, right? I I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't yeah. imagining that in, in the hangar. I'm like, mm-hmm. what happens if a missile strike happens? What the fuck's going on here? And then you since you brought that up, you heard what they said. Yeah. They said, Oh yeah, we love that Russia's weakened. We want to see Russia totally collapse. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? I mean, is this this is not what? I mean, what are you talking about? It's kind of, okay. This maybe, isn't yeah. Afghanistan, nineteen seventy nine. Here, I mean, right, right. You know, it's different. I'm it's like, a okay, different scenario. maybe it's sure that might be an okay opinion to have behind closed doors. And even then, I still think it's a bad shit, retarded opinion because yeah. you don't want total collapse in Russia because something you they're want underestimating. The, you want those ultranationalists taking over? That's what it's just. I don't like, want those ultranationalists. They are taking underestimating over. that someone who comes into power after Putin could be a million times worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, use nukes on NATO yeah. worse. Yeah. And I now agree. Putin may still do that himself if he's yeah. really backed into a corner, which they're but, trying everything they can to back him into that I corner. Know. That's ridiculous. And Putin, for all, I mean, Putin is bad. I'm not saying, I'm not praising the guy, but he is like the most moderate version of this ultra nationalist wing. That's, yeah. That's good. Him going, I mean, ugh. there's no. There's, there, there's, there's, there's no, basically after him, there's just crazy people. There's, there's no, just outright crazy people after after he's gone. There's really no liberal wing in Russia. No, Everyone's hardcore. Well, because he's well. First of all, Putin's jailed them all. Or killed yeah, them all. yeah. So after that, there's just all these crazy people. Yeah, it, 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 the whole thing is retarded. I mean, it's just it just it. Yeah, I, like honestly, I try not to even talk about it yeah. on here because let's, yeah, it's, let's, it's so the, the Biden administration foreign policy strategy on, on on Russia. Let's have a power vacuum in a nation that has nuclear weapons. Yeah, or <laughs> or. Since the beginning, as I've been saying, let's back them so far to the corner that they have to nuke something. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah, that's basically where we're at. It's like, are you all Europe to is going to be a glass bowl? I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, as we in the movie we watched the other night, yeah. I'm not too confident that we wouldn't be either. Oh, that's so. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so old that it's in four by three aspect yeah, yeah, ratio. Yeah, yeah. It's but... called By Dawn's Early Light, folks. It's a good movie, HBO original. It's got a good cast. Yeah. I wish they would remake it in current times, honestly. Yeah. Like it would make it would make a lot of sense. <laughs> the father from Christmas story is in it and he's totally nuts. Nutso, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh let's let's wrap up uh today a little bit uh well, first off we wanna say uh rest in peace to the former US oh, yes. Orin Hatch. Orrin Hatch dead at 88. Uh, he was one of the best. Hilarious guy. Yeah. Just truly a great American. Yeah. Served for a long time. Great patriot. Uh, uh, you know, he wasn't one of those senators that just sat around and did nothing. He has more than 750 bills of his that became law. 
the distinction of having passed more legislation into law than any other senator alive. Um, and so he did a lot, and uh, rest in peace. He was one of the good guys. Funny news to wrap up the day. A Florida sheriff in Milton, Florida, or maybe it's Pace, Florida, one of them, the county sheriff had a, a little bit of a uh, controversial take on, <laughs> on tips for homeowners who encounter burglars in the great free state of Florida. Take a listen. And I want to say, uh, as to the person, we don't know what homeowner, which homeowner shot at him. Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Um, so whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you'll shoot a lot better, and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers. I mean, that's one way to handle it. Yeah. I endorse that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, we didn't get to the economy is in shambles segment today because I really didn't want to drag this out and we were kind of on a little bit of an upbeat path besides the whole war crime segment. But uh, the economy is in shambles. The market is crashing. Inflation sky high. Uh, the housing economy or the housing market is drying up. Mortgage rates are going up. We're basically in the hyperinflation spiral yeah. that we warned about, yeah. uh, I don't know, what, a year and a half, two years ago at this point. Uh, so, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not basically good. fucked. Now, if you're betting that the market's going to go down even further, I think you should make that bet and make a whole stuff bundle. Not financial, not financial advice. advice. I might have done that already and are quite in the green. We'll see. May cash those options yes. out sometime in the next yes. 24 hours. Do it. Not financial advice. Not, not financial advice. advice. No, not financial not, advice. And this is also not financial advice. Buy gold and silver. That is definitely 30% not of your portfolio should be precious that metals. That has already seen... Oh, my God. No, it should not. <laughs> Uh, and and that has already seen its its god spike at this point. Um, and if they had taken that advice back then, when I said it wasn't, they would have done well. Yes. But it, let yes. me tell you, you don't buy at the high and sell at the low. Oh no, no we're no. not Jim Cramer. No, no, okay? no, we're not Jim Cramer. And, sell, sell, sell. And if you are Jim Cramer, all you have to do is a great account on Twitter. Yeah. Inverse Jim Cramer ETF. <laughs> they, yes. They basically post everything that he backs. And it fucking shits the bed every time. It's bad. Le yeah. Just sell, last sell, week sell. he said, yeah. Twitter board will never sell to Elon. What happened? It this. happened. I mean, you could go back time and time again. He's been wrong. Yeah. Uh, and he's saying that we're not going into a recession. So as we said previously, it's take it happen. to the bank. Yeah. Stuff your dollars under the mattress and wait. I mean, that's basically as good Honestly, as Honestly, I mean, point. So, that, that probably is the best financial That is. And I won't even disclaim that it's yeah. not because yeah, that's what I'm doing. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> that's a little bit of actual financial advice. Of course, it's time for the shameless plug as usual. If you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, I'm sure a lot got bleeped today or removed by Mr. Producer, uh, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA. That's Save America for 40% off. Limited time only offer, 40% off. Save America. Get in this exclusive club of patriots. You'll be funding us directly. You'll get triggered uncensored. Uh, and of course, if I said, if you don't love it, email me, moneybag guarantee, okay? That's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code Save America for 40% off. 
Uh, thank you to all of you who are VIP members. We love hearing from all of you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget five-star ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us. If you do become a VIP member and have a little uh, trouble getting hooked up with Triggered Uncensored, just email us, triggered at townhall.com. Uh, I or Mr. Producer will be happy to help you out. Again, that's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA. 40% off, limited time only offer. We need to save America. So, on that note, we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.